Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Birth Ministries with me, Reverend Essie Scott. And good morning, everybody. God bless you. This is Reverend Essie Scott of New Birth Ministries coming at you. And I am praying that this radio show is finding you in good health, abundance, greatness, love, joy, peace, prosperity, wisdom, grace, support, peace, victory, and joy, and mainly Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming on and listening today. And today we're going to be discussing a subject of heart transplant and cellular cleansing. We have so much idle chatter anymore in this world that it's hard to find it's hard to plug in, let's say, to the most high God at times. Amen? But where is our heart? If it is hard to plug in, where is your heart? Slow down. Amen? Give God a chance. There are so many affairs of the heart today, but are you having the right affair And that? is the question we will get into right after this. Alone in a room It's just me and you I feel so I don't know what What if I choose the wrong thing to do? I am so afraid, so afraid of disappointing you. That's why I need to talk to you and ask you for your guidance, especially Oh, <laughs> 
Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And watch this, verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Hallelujah. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. God is asking right there, God is telling us that if there's anybody in your camp that is sick or has anything wrong with them, pray. Now, notice there's a difference about the prayer of faith shall save the sick. That is a secure. When you have somebody who has true faith, full faith in God, and they're not praying to be heard, and they're not praying to show people that they can pray, okay, you know, they're not entertaining. When you have somebody who's really praying over you and they have full faith in God, you're going to see a healing. You're going to see something change in your life, even if it's minuscule, even if it's minute. Amen? It's all about belief. The prayer of faith is about belief. What is it? Healing comes with faith. Knowing that when you pray something, it's going to happen. And this is why we see today, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of churches that look like they're praying, and there's a lot of people who can pray extremely well in the fleshly uh, manner of it, okay? But on a belief meter, where's the belief? You can use all the big words you want to. You could pray, and you could turn around three times, and you could you could fall out and get covered over with a blanket. You could do anything you wanted. All of those shenanigans have nothing to do with belief. I would rather have one old lady pray over me, okay, and even if it's a short prayer, praying in belief, than to have 10 people praying over me and putting on for whoever's watching. Amen? It's about belief. Believing God personally, okay? We are to believe God personally with a koinonia relationship with him, a one-on-one relationship with him, and not through generations. You don't go to church because your grandmother went to church. You don't you don't uh, follow the word, follow God because it, that's what your family does. Because if you're doing it that way, you have the wrong heart. You're doing it in the wrong heart. Jesus said that unbelief is a sin. Turn to Matthew thirteen fifty eight. Unbelief. You now people can pray, pray, pray. You know, I'm a good prayer. I do this and I do that. But if you're praying and you don't believe something's going to happen, you're just praying because somebody asked you to pray and you think you're doing a godly thing, uh, you check yourself. Amen. Matthew 13, uh, verse 58 says, and, okay, watch this. And, and let me see. Um, we'll start with 56. It says, and the sisters, and uh, are they not all with us? Okay, start with 57. And they were offended in him. People were offended in the rock, okay? That's why they call Jesus the rock of offense. He offends people. If you don't offend somebody, don't do it on purpose, but if you don't offend somebody, you're not following the right God because Jesus did. The truth hurts, amen? Verse 57 says, and they were offended in him, but Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own, it says save, which means except in his own country and in his own house. See, your family, your friends are not going to believe you because they knew you when. That's one of those, <laughs> I knew him when, I knew her when, and she's not going to call herself get me saved. I'm not letting so-and-so pray over me. you got to be kidding that's one of those instances. Jesus is letting you know that it's, it says a prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. So 
when you hear the voice of God calling you, speaking to your heart, don't expect for people to jump up and down, okay, and bake a cake for you. All right, this is personal. As I said, a coin and near relationship between you and God. God has given you a heart transplant, and he's cleansed the cells within your system. God works on the spiritual and the natural. God created everything. He created the natural from the spiritual. That's why I say everything happens in the spiritual before it manifests in the natural. Unbelief stops the flow of divine healing. Because the doctor said you had cancer or diabetes, should you just lay down and die now because the doctor said it? Where's your belief? Rebuke it. If you have to rebuke it every day, rebuke it. There's there's things that I experience, okay, I've been experiencing for a few years in my life, and I don't get up and say, well, I guess, you know, just a new day for me and it. No, I rebuke it in Jesus' name every day. Every meal I eat, every drink that I drink, every time something happens to me and this thing tries to remind me of itself, I rebuke you in Jesus' holy name. I don't own you. You don't own me. By his stripes, I'm healed. The devil is a liar. I don't care what you've tried to do to me. I am healed. Listen, in my mind, in my heart, I am healed. You don't bother me. You're not going to continue to bother me. The Apostle Paul, if you remember the Bible, the Apostle Paul said he went to God and asked him three times. He had something buffeting him, okay? An evil spirit was buffeting him. Now, nobody knows what it was, and he asked God to take it away. And what did God tell him? My grace is sufficient for you. God didn't take it away. He told him to hang in there because you got this. Through me and my son, you got this. And this is what God is telling you today. Through him and his son, you got this. Don't own it. My diabetes, my cancer, my allergies. Now, I know we say it out of habit, but as my daughter Lexi says, one Jesus can kill a thousand mice. Amen? Amen. The more you say Jesus, the less you'll stop saying my, my this and my that. You'll just say Jesus got this. Whew, the blood of Jesus, amen. I shall, in the name of Jesus, I shall not suffer. Okay? Now change your heart. We have to change our hearts and be led by the spirit of the most high God and not our own thinking. Change your thinking. Uh, and by, and, and, in order to do that, we have to learn to read the word more, get the word in our system, meditate, sing, do praise and worship. Amen? Don't be afraid of imagination. See, what happens is when you mention imagination and you mention meditation and visualization, everybody backs off of it because they think it's new age, right? And what they don't realize, it's not new age. It's in the Bible. What happened was New Age copied it. The devil always copies God. Attempts. We'll say it that way. He always he tries to attempt to copy God's work. Meditation, visualization, imagination is of God. How did God make us? God had to think it up first, right? And then he made the heavens, the earth, the waters, the stars, the moon, the sun. You are a product of God's thoughts. Amen. That's not new age. <laughs> but what we have to do, look, Ezekiel saw the wheel, right? Jacob saw the ladder. And John saw heaven. Because they quieted themselves down. They blocked out the outside. We have to learn to quiet ourselves down, block out the world, you know, worship God or put on some soft music or something. You know, allow your analytical thoughts, your self-reasoning to hush and allow God to take over. Put everything that you've learned secondary to God while you're meditating. Is your reasoning and fleshly knowledge better than the Holy Spirit? Think about it. Does he really need our help? Surrender attracts God's blessings. 
surrender self-effort. It brings on transformation. Let go of the past. And, and listen, when you're, when, you're, when you're visualizing, when you're meditating, when you're in, use your imagination. Just close your eyes and block out the world and give God time. And if you have to, if you have to use something, I, I always, some people like candles, light a candle. I, I, me, I'm a candle lover. Candles, it just softens up the, the atmosphere. And I love good smells. You, know, you can burn some incense. If you remember, what was it on Easter, I think, I preached that they brought, they brought the king. They brought Jesus, the king of all kings. They brought him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Myrrh, gold, financial. Uh, myrrh was for healing, and frankincense is incense. Incense, you can you can burn some incense. It, it, whatever you burn that causes your mind to think positive, and and you smell it. You know, smelling is important. When you smell something, it smells good. Doesn't it make you feel good? You ever get a whiff of something you're like, oh, what is that? That smelled really good. Somebody have on perfume. See, it, it it makes you feel good. That's why they brought it to Jesus' family when Jesus was born. They brought everything that, that, that a, a family would need to raise a beautiful, godly child. Amen. Amen. So, you know, even like when I'm meditating, okay, this might sound crazy to some, but I, I use Jamaican black castor oil, you know, for my body, my hair, my face. It's very, very healing. I'm not telling anybody to go out and get it, but, but it's a very good, true Jamaican black castor oil, okay. And it's really good, but I notice when I use it to me, this is just to me, it smells like, to me, it smells like fresh cut green grass. It's like newness of spring or something, like healing. And so what I'm doing sometimes, <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this, but sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes whenever I, I want to go deep and, and concentrate and meditate, I'll dab a little bit under my nose and, so I can smell it, see, the incense. And it helps me. And, and, and when I close my eyes, I imagine sitting on a beautiful, grassy, small hill with, with Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, and just watching him and listening to him talk, speak to me, put his hand on my shoulder, nod, you know, when I say something that is that he approves of, I see a smile. See, this is what we need to do. Block out the world, okay? Get rid of your reasoning. See, everything you were taught, put it aside. Listen, everything you were, if it wasn't, the, you know, we, we put teachers and things like that. God bless teachers and God bless preachers. God bless anybody who, who wants to help other people, teach other people, but nobody can teach you like the Holy Spirit can teach you. You got to get in with it. You got to close your eyes, quiet down, and get in with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Does he, he doesn't need any help. Okay? He doesn't need any help. The Holy Spirit is what brings on transformation in your life and in your body. Okay? The butterfly doesn't rush. The caterpillar, okay, he just accepts the metamorphosis. And this is what you do. When you're talking to the Lord, when you want to plug in, you know what they call it, amen? When you want to plug in to the Lord, okay, you can't rush anything. Let the Holy Spirit turn you into that butterfly. Amen. We are to have the observer effect. Look that up when you get a chance. The observer effect in your life. We're supposed to have that in our lives. In the field of quantum physics, when we look, concentrate or meditate, okay, on something, you actually change it. That's how prayer works. When you have faith, it means you're, when you're deeply concentrating on healing somebody's arm, you have to see it. Bring it into your imagination while you're praying. Just don't say, dear Lord, bless this person's arm and, and give them comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. No, see that thing. You are a creator just like God is a creator. See that you are, see their bones healing. Make the crooked places straight. Thank you, Father. Make their crooked places straight. Watch this. Physicists tell us that there are invisible waves of energy in the quantum realm. All probabilities and all possibilities are distributed along the wave. Once the wave is observed, 
it collapses. Are you hearing this? Once the wave is, quote, unquote, observed, once you're focusing on it, it collapses. It transforms from the invisible, call things that are not as though they were. Watch, you hear that? It calls things from the invisible and collapses into our physical dimension and manifests, quote, unquote, get it, underlined, <laughs> manifests as a particle such as a proton or electron, the stuff that light and matter is made of. It's called, look this up when you, have, when you can, wave function collapse. Amen? Now, it, every time you're concentrating and praying, you are causing what is people cannot see in the physical. You're causing that in the spiritual to collapse and drop right down to your right in your lap. Amen. To move something from the supernatural to the natural, that's what you're doing. From spiritual to the physical, from, get this, heaven to earth. Amen. Any possible outcome is available at every moment in your time. How are you spending your time? Jesus, how are you spending? Spending your time. Are you spending your time on you and all that you've learned and how you think the world is and how the world's been, what you think the world, how, how it's been treating you? Or are you spending your time in faith, kicking the world to the curb and knowing that God's got, what is it, Romans 8? I love Romans 8, 28. God, God got it. Amen? How are you spending your time? Let me read it, Romans 8, 28. Amen. Bless the Lord for his word. I love the word. It says, and we know that all things, spiritual, natural, amen, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to not their purpose, not what they learned in school, not what the, the preacher taught you, not what the teacher taught you, but according to God's purpose. God's heart. It's called faith. All things are possible to them that believe. Can you really, can, can we really move mountains? You know, the Bible says, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let's see, let's go to Mark nine twenty three. I hope you're turning your Bibles with me. And if you don't have a Bible, keep it in your mind. Visualize. Amen. Visualize that Bible. And you know what's going to happen? And I'm not saying this as a joke. You'll get one. You'll get one. It may not be exactly what you asked for, but, it, you know, most of the time God said ask for what you want. You'll get what you want. Not necessarily a, a lower version. Amen. <laughs> Let's go to um, think about it. Amen. Mark 9:23. God is good. And it says, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So your blessings, listen, I'm telling everybody out there is listening to this. You know your blessings are according to your faith. You know a lot of you don't have things that you want in your life, not necessarily need, because God takes care of all of our needs. But some people, God wants you to, he wants you to have your wants too, not just your needs. God wants you to enjoy your life. Eat, drink, and be merry. Amen? Don't get drunk. That's not what that means. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people don't have what they want because they don't ask. They don't believe they deserve it. All right, look, are you the kind of person, do you believe you don't deserve things when you ask God for it? It's about faith, amen? I'm not talking about greed here. There's some people who are greedy. We, we know that people tend to go overboard. That's not what I'm talking about. You don't have that house because you don't believe you deserve it. You don't have that freedom. I, I, I just found out that, that uh, you inmates are listening to this. God loves you. God doesn't want you in there. Especially, look, the only ones that belong in jail are the ones that can't repent. Amen? And if you've repented, 
Keep your heart open. Keep your eyes open because God's got a blessing for you. God wants you blessed. <clears throat> and some people are not out of there. Some people are not free physically, emotionally, spiritually because they don't believe they deserve it. Who told you that? Better still, why would you believe that you don't deserve something good? <clears throat> right? Believe. Observe Jesus. Observe his word. And you get the effect. Cause that stuff. Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Amen. Cause that stuff to collapse and drop right in your lap. What you see when you meditate and visualize is what you are creating. Watch your thoughts. Guard your mind. Put on that helmet. Uh Uh-oh. Oops, did we get into that too? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Put on that helmet. The helmet. Let me see. The helmet. Put on that helmet, right? Hallelujah. God is good. When you're visualizing, okay, make sure that, let me see here, Ephesians 6. Okay, Ephesians 6, 13. Uh, I'll start with 12. Oh, Lord, 11. It's so good. Put on a you know, all of God's. You know, when I'm trying to preach something and I, and I go to find a scripture, it's so good. I got to keep backing up. <laughs> it's all good. Amen. Romans 8, 28, right? Okay, let's go to Ephesians 6, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of, uh, of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers and darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high, high places. Notice that. It's not always crawling in your in your basement, okay? It's in high places, governmental, okay, and stuff like that. Okay, verse 13, wherefore, take unto you the whole arm, armor of God. Armor. You are a soldier now that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, you hear, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I think we talked about shields a couple Sundays ago, too, shields, yeah. Um, and take, watch, watch this. Verse 17, Ephesians six seventeen, and take the helmet of salvation, Jesus, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's why I tell you, turn your swords to blank, 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 amen, whatever uh, chapter or page we're on, scripture, the helmet of salvation, guard your if you're thinking something bad, cut it off. Okay, now since we're doing all this, let's go to Second Corinthians <clears throat> ten five. Second Corinthians. I hope nobody's in a hurry because I enjoy talking to you. I enjoy. I love the Lord. I love the Word. Second Corinthians ten five. I didn't say I was the best. I just said I love the Lord. Amen. I love preaching His Word. Second Corinthians ten five, and it says casting. Wait, watch this. The four, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. If you've got a stronghold in your mind, pull it down. Your mind doesn't run you. You run it, right? Casting down imaginations and everything high, uh, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity Every thought to the obedience of Christ. If you're when you're trying to meditate, every time you close your eyes and you're trying to meditate, you just want to get into the Lord and hear what He has to say, or just see what see something. Just want to see something beautiful because life can be so rough. You close your eyes and what's the first thing that happens? The devil tries to send something crazy in your mind. Kick it to the curb. If it's bad, take it captive and cut it off could be a mental stronghold. You never know. It could be something that is in your heart that you haven't cleansed out yet. You haven't allowed the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to cleanse out yet. Because actually, now that you're meditating and visualizing, you're working on it, right? So it takes time. Things take time. Let it go. Give it to God. 
Repent of it, ask God to forgive you, and close your eyes and start all over again. Amen? Take it captive. Kick it to the curb. Tell the devil who is boss. Jesus died for you. He didn't die for him. He's not boss. You are. In Christ Jesus, you are boss. Amen? Now, now, the baptism of the Holy Spirit opens the eyes of our hearts to the supernatural. It unlocks a spiritual dimension to us so that we have power to see it. Okay? Get into God. Speak in, in tongues or, or let the Holy Spirit just take over you. You know, I've heard some people have not spoken in tongues. Just ask God to allow you to. Now, it's not necessary to your salvation, but it helps. Amen, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, um, I've heard so many negative and so many positive things about it. I feel this way. Speaking in tongues or trying to speak in tongues, practicing, asking God to help you, that can't be wrong. Amen? Listen, I'm not talking about cellular cleansing here, okay? Ask God to clean you up from the inside out. Clean those cells. Clean all that bad memories and stuff out of you. Watch this. A girl received a heart transplant from a murder victim. And this is a true story. And I'm sure it's been changed throughout. It might have, hey, just get the idea of this, okay? <laughs> okay, this is a true story. A girl received a heart from a, trans, from, from a murder victim. She kept having these bad dreams. She kept dreaming about this, this bad man, this guy in this dream was hunting her, harassing her, and she kept seeing a gun in her dream. Okay, now remember she has somebody else's heart. Talking about cellular memory, okay? So it was, it was haunting her. It was so bad that her family called the police. And the police came in, talked to her and everything, had psychologists and everything come in. And and so she – meanwhile, they're looking for a murder, okay? So the police sketched down this woman that what this, this lady, girl kept seeing, okay? The police sketched it and ended up sketching the murderer who killed the person who owned the heart that the girl had inside of her, and the murderer was caught. Talking about cell memory? This is real, folks. Cell memory revealed the murderer's face to the girl. Obviously, a murderer who has not repented, and he got caught. And now he's paying for it. But no matter what you've done, if you've done, even if you've done that, no matter what you've done, Jesus will forgive you if you make him your Lord. Ask him to forgive you. Surrender. The song says, I surrender all. All to Jesus. I surrender all. All to Jesus. Blessed Savior, I surrender all. Amen. Surrender it to him. He'll forgive you. Man might not forgive you, but the creator of man will. Which one do you care about? Amen. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Amen. 2 Corinthians, we are in. That's where we were 10. Let's go to 5. 17, hallelujah, 17, therefore, watch this, this is you, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, see, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, you want to reconcile with people? You want to reconcile with God and some of you even with your own self? Okay? Just give yourself a surrender, your all to him. And ask him to forgive you for being so hard-headed. Amen? We're all, I was there. We were all there. Some people some people won't admit it. They're so high and mighty they don't want to admit they make mistakes. But I, as human beings, we've all been there. When you were in Christ, you were a new creature. Put on a new self. Colossians 3.10 says put on a new self. 
don't ever don't don't even remember, okay, the old. If God forgot it, why are you still remembering it? I still do sometimes and I have to correct myself. Did you ever do that? Did you ever think of something that you did years ago and it's bothering you and it's beginning to make you feel a little bad? God's gonna ask you. I forgot about that. You know, I totally forgot about that. But when you asked me to forgive you, it was gone. Why are you still remembering that? Why are you allowing? Watch it. And why are you allowing other people to cause you to remember that? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Philippians two, twelve to thirteen says, "Work out your salvation. Work on you. Work." On you, work out your salvation. You every time you open up your eye, just because you got saved doesn't mean that everything's magically clean and, and perfect. You got a way to go. You have things to work on, right? The devil look. Doesn't the devil stay busy? Does he ever stop? Why should you? The Israelites fought to see their promised land. We will fight too. It's a process. You know, me and my daughter sit down and talk. Okay, and um. Me and my son, we, my family would love to have little conversations. We talk about the word. And um, my son, I used to, he's working on pipelines or something. And God bless him, keep him in prayer, okay? But me and my daughter, Sonala, we talk a lot about the word and, and what we believe. And, and we try to, as the Bible says, let us let us reason together. Amen, you know. And and she was saying, even it's a process. People don't understand. They think everything should be pop, 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 pop. It's not always pop, 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 pop. It's a process. Remember when Jesus healed the blind man, he had to touch him twice? The second touch. I preached on it years ago in my church in Houston, Pennsylvania. I preached about this. It's called the second touch. It might even be on my YouTube channel. Look up uh, Lady Rev, L-A-D-R-E-V, 1257. Okay? It was supposed to be Lady Rev, but nobody caught on. I left the Y out. <laughs> it was supposed to be Lady Rev one two five seven, but just they didn't. Now everybody just says Lad Rev one two five seven. Check it out. Amen. It's a process. Exodus twenty three, twenty two to thirty. Okay. Let me go to Exodus twenty three, and then I'll be almost done. We're we're getting close here. Exodus twenty three in the front of your Bible. There it is. Twenty twenty two to thirty. And it reads like this. When I read this, see yourself in this, okay? But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angels shall go before you and bring you into the Amorites. And this is your your enemies, okay? Just Picture them, visualize, okay? Amorites and the Hittites and the Perzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and all themites, and I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods. He's telling you now, I'm going to fight your battle, but you better stay clean. Try to stay holy. I want you to stay holy. Work on it. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, uh, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and ye shall bless the bread and the water. He's talking about blessings here, and I will take sickness. What, did, you, did you catch that? And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, neither be barren in the land. Number of the days will fulfill, God will fulfill them. I will send my fear before thee and will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thy enemies turn their backs unto thee. And I will send hornets before thee, which will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, the Hittite, and before thee. I will not drive them. Now, here we go. Remember we said it takes a, it's a process, right? I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest or said or because the land will become desolate and the beast of the field multiply against thee. It'll be too much for you to handle. Cleansing sometimes takes a process. In verse thirty he says, But little by little and little I will drive them out from before thee, and thou shalt be increased and inherit the land, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, God will make you clean. 
and take out, wipe out your enemies. He said, whoever is, once you accept, look, all of you, everybody, no matter where you're at, who you are, once you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're saved. He bought you back. You belong to him. And he said, I will make your enemies my enemies. Now, he didn't say he's going to make one Christian turn against the other because one Christian's better than the other Christian. He said he'll make your enemies. We have to remember, people are not our enemy. The devil is. Demons are your enemy. Shout at them. Show them who's boss. I know people who got in a car. Okay, they, they had some things going on in their life, and they got in a car and started shouting at the devil, and things got better for them. They drive around shouting at the devil. That's why sometimes whenever you see people people's lips moving in a car, don't judge. You don't know what they're doing. And they might be praying for you. You know, we say, God, make that noisy neighbor move. Why should they have tires when I know they flattened mine? Okay, why, why, why? Buy a new tire, change it, pray on it. Anoint it, pray on it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Little by little, God will cleanse up your neighborhood, okay? <laughs> Just stay there and keep praying. Amen. Little by little. Hallelujah. God is good. Isaiah 40, 31. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk, and you will not faint. Amen. God sees us as perfect. Okay, and I end with this. God sees you as perfect. How do you see yourself? Are you right, or is he right? Uh Uh-oh. Conflict. If God sees you as perfect, why are you still living like a, like you're not to reality? Start praying, believing when you pray. Don't just pray to be praying. Pray as a work. Who wants to work and not get paid? Would you like to work and not get paid? Well, seeing the miracle happen, seeing that uh, truth come into reality is your paycheck. Amen? Drop the depression, the sickness, the negativity, the ineffectiveness, and step into your new kingdom life. Now, I want to tell you before I end, some of the information I got is from um, when I was telling you about um, quantum physics and the observer effect. I won this book from Cornerstone TV in Pittsburgh. The book is awesome. It's by Doc, it's by Mark Verkler called Unleashing Healing. Unleashing Healing Power Through the Spirit Through Spirit Born Emotion. Unleashing Healing Power Through Spirit Born Emotions. And before I end, I want to tell you read. Start reading. Read, read, read. Read what is important. Read what your spirit and your soul sucks in and takes in. Just don't read junk. You know what I mean? Don't dedicate yourself to junk. God wants you to have wisdom. And that's a good book. It's it's, it's more than a book. It's like a, I can't explain it. If you don't change after reading that, it's, it, his his writings are excellent. He's an excellent writer. He just doesn't, he, it seems to me like he just doesn't write a book and say, oh, I wrote a book. No, he has a lot into this book, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of research into this book. Amen. Are you saying, a little plug for, Doc, for for Mark Verkler, amen, it was worth it. We're supposed to uplift and edify one another, amen. If you do something good and I capture it, I'm going to mention you too, amen. Are you saying, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, just say this, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I love you. I believe in you. Be my Savior. Be my guide. Be my Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did. I see now in my new heart what you did for me on Calvary. 
and I will not let anybody steal the truth from my new heart, from my new mind, because I now have the mind of Christ. You made me new. Amen. And if you said that, welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the fam. (laughs) Welcome to the fam. Son or daughter of the Most High God, don't listen to negativity. Listen to what the Spirit of God says to you. And if you haven't heard him yet, start reading his word. He'll start speaking to you. Read God's word. Study God's word. Okay. Be diligent in your savior. Now, now that you're saved, that doesn't mean that you, don't be religious. Okay. Being being saved doesn't have to do, that has nothing to do with religion. There's a difference. Religion is the law. Being saved in Jesus Christ is freedom. Being free. I know a man named Ty Best from Newport News, Virginia, and a man just loves freeing people. And when he speaks of freedom, he cries sometimes. Can you imagine if a man does that? Can you imagine how God? Can you imagine God's emotions when he looks at you? Not free. You don't think he cries over that? You don't think that he, he, he laughs and he's joyous and the angels tears of laugh, tears of happiness. You just make God happy. He loves you. He has emotions just like you have emotions. Amen. Study I always say find a Bible believing tongue talking church. Not necessarily, as I say. But just find a Bible-believing church that preaches the whole Bible, okay? Not just the New Testament, not just the Old Testament, but the Testament. <laughs> find yourself a wonderful church. Remember to pray for the members, pray for the church and the leader, and learn of him. And if you got to get in touch with me, you can write to RevSCAtMe.com or come on uh, Sundays like just now, come on Sundays and listen to the service. And um, to God be the glory for the things he has done. Amen. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance unto you and give you shalom. Hallelujah. Peace. Reverend Nessie signing off. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. And always remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen.
At Sprint, we're very proud of our United States Armed Forces, and we're saying thank you with our new unlimited military plan. 50% off family lines for veterans, active duty, and reserves. It's our way of honoring their commitment and supporting the families of those who serve. Come see us at a Sprint store near you. Visit Sprint.com slash thank you or call us at 1-800-SPRINT-1. Sprint, brighter future for all. 50% off lines 2 through 6 on limited basic rates. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Subject to credit and their activation fee. Video streams up to 480p. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. People get insurance for alien abductions, falling coconuts, and pirate takeovers. Crazy, right? What's not crazy is Domino's carryout insurance. We'll replace your pizza for free if something happens to it after you leave the store, whether it's dropping it or a pirate alien throwing coconuts at it. Carry out Domino's large three-topping pizzas for $7.99 each. Carry out only must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Insurance coverage for this promotion applies exclusively to Domino's Pizza LLC, its affiliates, and independent franchisees. Broader restrictions apply. Visit Domino's.com for more details.